Track Talk listeners, one podcast a week is not enough, and that's why we have our Friday 15, the Supporters Club-only show that drops every Friday. If you thought track and field had to have a little lull after the Olympic trials, think again. What a two crazy days. Also, Diamond League, Karsten Wilhelm takes down Kevin Young's world record, Kate Grace 157, and then the news kept getting bigger and bigger. Shikari Richardson banned from the sport, likely will miss out of the Olympic 100 meters for testing positive for marijuana. Sawaid Nasser gets banned. Today, Brianna McNeil gets banned. We break it all down in the Friday 15, and we're giving non-supporters club members a listen in on our talk about Shakari Richardson. But hey, the Friday 15 can be available to anyone. Just join the supporters club. Go to letsrun.com slash subscribe. Have a great 4th of July, everyone. Hello, Let's Run.com supporters, club members. This is Jonathan Gold. I'm accompanied by Weldon Johnson for the Friday 15. Rojo is not here. It's the long weekend, so we're going to have to make up for a deficit in fiery hot takes. We'll do our best. Well, not much to talk about this morning, huh? Yeah, nothing at all. Oh my gosh, John. The longest track and field record on the books, track record, Vince record, Kevin Young's. 40-meter hurdles, gets crushed yesterday. Carson Wilhelm, 46-70. Kate Grace runs 157. Brianna McNeil gets banned for five years. Salwa Aid Nasser gets banned. Gwyn Berry's... Kayleigh's named to the Olympic team. Like, there's so many different things. And yet, all of it's overshadowed by Shakari Richardson testing positive for marijuana, and she will miss the 100 meters of the Olympics. Yes. Um, in case you missed it, the Olympic... Well, I don't know if she's the favorite, because she hasn't done it on the biggest stage, but arguably the Olympic 100-meter favorite, the woman who's being retweeted by Michelle Obama. She's very raw. She's very unfiltered. She's sort of an authentic voice. She gets popped for, fortunately, marijuana, I guess, you know, yesterday. Because um, first we heard, hey, rumors... Um, Shikari Richardson's tested positive. And we're like, holy shit, no. And I said, John, was she doping in high school? She's a 21-year-old phenom. Her freshman year of at LSU, she runs, what, 10-7? So you just, you just start wondering. Her coach is Dennis Mitchell. And then I'm like, was she doping in high school? And you're like, J- John points out, she went to South Oak Cliff High School, where Christy Gaines went, who was in part of the Balco scandal. And you're just like, oh, my God. And then word sort of filters out that it's marijuana at the trials, and you're sort of relieved, but it's got a one-month ban if you accept, you know, counseling and all this other stuff. But the big kicker is your results get invalidated. So her results are invalidated from the trials, which technically makes her, or not technically, it makes her ineligible to be selected for the U.S. Olympic team in that event. Yeah, when I heard it was marijuana... I had two thoughts. I was like, it's okay, I guess it's it's good that she wasn't popped for a, a true performance enhancer, you know, steroids or something like that. But at the same time, 
I'm like, in some ways, this is worse because this is preventable. It's a, it's just track shooting itself in the foot. It's her being banned, and this is you can either blame her for taking it. Now we have, we'll have a clip we're going to play, but she admits to taking it. It was after she learned the news that her biological mother had died, and I think she did it to sort of reduce some stress and anxiety. Or you can blame the water code for banning marijuana in the first place because I don't really see how this should be this substance should be on the banned list. But no matter the situation, you're just like, man, this is the reason we don't get to see what would have been the one of the most exciting events in Tokyo, the women's hundred between Carrie Richardson, the hot young star, Dean Asher Smith, the British champion, the two hundred meter world champion who's been on fire this year. And Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, the goat of women's 100-meter sprinting, they're not going to race because someone tested positive for marijuana. It just seems like it's it's just a really frustrating situation, I think, for all track fans. Yes. And this is the drug. You know, it's legal in the state of Oregon where she took it. The interesting thing is I thought – I figured it was legal, you know, all throughout Europe. It's actually – it's decriminalized in certain places, but it's really more the Western Hemisphere that weed isn't illegal, but – I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with her smoking weed. I don't think it should be on the banned list. At some point, people are like, oh, recreational drugs. You're setting an example. Like Lynn Bias died of a the famous basketball player, died of a cocaine overdose. And I was of that generation. And you're like, don't do drugs. Don't do hardcore drugs. But like in my mind, marijuana is a very different class of drugs. It is because it's decriminalized in a number of U.S. St- states and it doesn't have the health side effects of something like cocaine like there if you can't see that there's a difference between those two substances uh you need to do your research on that but the interesting thing i found is you know there is a great degree of sympathy from the governing bodies in these situ- this situation which you usually don't see usually they'll just explain their rationale and they'll say you know this is this is the sanction this was the substance they tested positive for here's when she's eligible to compete again here's what you saw to had from its CEO, Travis Tiger, in its press release. He says, The rules are clear, but this is heartbreaking on many levels. Hopefully, her acceptance of responsibility and apology will be an important example to us all that we can successfully overcome our regrettable decisions despite the costly consequences of this one to her. And then USATF, which, again, usually doesn't even come out with statements in situations like this, it released the following statement today. Shakari Richardson's situation is incredibly unfortunate and devastating for everyone involved. Athlete health and well-being continue to be one of USATF's most critical priorities, and we will work with Shakari to ensure she has ample resources to overcome any mental health challenges now and in the future. So it sounds like there was a there's a huge degree of sympathy from the governing body. She went on the Today Show. Well, and I haven't watched the full interview yet, but it sounds like she got sympathy from the host there. I think a lot of people feel bad for Shakari right now and and rightfully so, because I think it's a real bummer that she's not able to compete in Tokyo. Yeah. I mean, it, it's sort of tragic. And then, especially when, if you accept her explanation, you know, she, I'll play a clip here of about a minute. But essentially, she says, look, I found out from a reporter that my mom died. I mean, that's crazy. And they didn't have a close relationship. But at the end of the day, she's like, my relationship and lack of relationship with my mom influenced so much of my life. I mean, it's... A, I don't care if you have no contact with it. This is her mother who died. She goes and smokes some weed. Uh, you know, I'm accepting her explanation. Even without it, I'm just like, she should compete at the Olympics. 
And that's why Rojo's not here, John. He's out there. He started a petition. He wants... How many people are on the list behind Shikari Richardson? There's a crazy amount of people in the United States who have actually qualified for the Olympics, you know, who in the U.S. who would get her spot. He wants them, Robert wants them all to turn it down because she won't be banned when the Olympics start. So if USATF, if it wasn't a trial system, she could be named to the team and compete in the 100. So Robert wants every single woman behind her to turn it down. He's got 200 people on his petition only right now. John, do you know what the Looney Lucchini petition was? I know who Louis Lucchini is. I don't know what the petition was, though. Oh, wow. Maybe I should keep this quiet and not spread it. I think it's probably the greatest regret of Let's Run.com history on Rojo's behalf. So I guess at the 2000... I think it's got to be the four trials. Lucchini, he had... I don't know what exact. I don't remember the exact specifics, but like USATF said, only so many people can chase the standard. And Ro- Robert Lucchini never made the Olympics. Robert wanted Lucchini to give up his right to chase the standard because he wasn't going to do anything and let one of the other guys go chase the standard or something. It was just like pissing on the guy. Our website is like where your dreams become reality. Like it was clear Lucchini was not going to make the Olympic team, but uh, it's sort of against the ethos of what's run.com. I wanted to mention the will your dreams become reality just real quick, because I don't know if you saw Cole Hawker's most recent Instagram post, but his caption, it was him holding an American flag, uh, heading to the Olympics. And it said, what started as a dream has now become reality. Cole Hawker reads, let's run confirmed. Of course, John, they all read let's run, but, uh, okay. I want to play this clip. Sorry for butchering the Lucchini story, but Robert squashed Louis Lucchini's dreams, but that pushed him into politics. He's like a state Senator and, uh, Maine right now. I'm play about a minute clip here, and I, I thought it was just Shikari at her best. Savannah Guthrie, the host, is first talking, and then you hear Shikari. So tell me, you know, what happened? What led up to this positive test? Um, just honestly, when just I want to take responsibility for my actions. I know what I did. I know what I'm supposed to do. Um, no, no, I, I'm I'm allowed not to do, and I still made that decision, but um, not making an excuse or looking for any empathy in my case, but just however, being in that position of my life, finding out something like that, something that I would say is probably one of the biggest things that have impacted me positively and negatively in my life when it comes to dealing with the relationship I have with my mother, so that definitely was a very heavy topic on me and people don't understand what it's like to have to or people do we all have our different struggles we all have our different things we deal with but to put on a face to have to go in front of the world and put on a face and hide my pain um like who i don't know who are you or who am i to tell you how to cope so i don't know john i thought that was pretty raw pretty relatable and honest i think that i think that's one of the things with her in general i think people can relate to she just comes across as she says what she thinks yeah i think she nailed it there well then at the end i've never had i i I haven't had the kind of relationship with my mom that she carries had with hers i haven't had to deal with a reporter telling me she died before the biggest meet of my life I can't tell her how to grieve. I can't tell her how to react to that. And yeah, she made a bad choice. She acknowledges it. But 
I, I think you can't not have sympathy for her and understand like the, the things that went into it. Uh, who knows how I would react in the same situation. So I just think it's, it's an unfortunate situation for, for everyone involved. And I want to apologize to everyone's dogs who ran for cover in the background of that interview, her um, fire, not fire extinguisher, her smoke detector, smoke detector battery kept beeping. And I thought it was in my house and my dogs like scurried for cover because they hate it. And then when I replayed it there, my dog came up, jumped up on the couch behind me, then ran into the other room. So that was the only uh, negative with that. And I thought she did a good job. I mean, she was, it was, I think it was over 10 minutes. Um, they had her, she was just, it's interesting where they had her. They just put her in the corner of a room, two white walls. You just see the corner of the wall behind her. And she just stood there and talked. I would love to know how that goes down beforehand. Cause you know, Savannah Guthrie just goes live with you on national TV. But yeah. when, when that's, if that's your story, I think you just tell it and you'll get a lot of sympathy. Yeah. No, from my experience on Twitter, at least most of the, the overwhelming ex- belief is sympathy and why is marijuana banned and not oh man she was an idiot she shouldn't have taken this and that was even from last night right before we even knew the yeah before we knew the detail about her mom dying and that's why she took it all right well uh we spent almost 15 minutes of the friday 15 here talking about the shikari case i know it's important but we had a world record broken yesterday can we talk about that now we may call it the Friday 15, but as Rojo says, that's the minimum length of the show. We've got 33 more minutes in this week's episode. But once again, if you want the full Friday 15, become a Supporters Club member today. Annual members get a free t-shirt and a free summer training program, or you can join month to month. Let's run.com slash subscribe. And everyone can try the new latest performance mouthpiece to make you a better runner. The Airway Performance Mouthpiece is a new training tool that launched in 2020 after 16 years of research. You need to check it out. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's a performance mouthpiece that fits along your bottom teeth and pushes your jaw just forward enough to create the optimal airway opening. That can mean increased endurance, increased strength, and faster recovery times. It only costs $39.99, and you can save 10% with code LR10. Go to airwave.com to check it out. Link in the show notes. Use code LR10.